Celebrity Wine Club. I'm Angela. I'm Nicole. And I'm Lauren. And today we're going to be drinking Barrymore Wines in collaboration with Carmel Road. How was everyone's week this week? Um, mine was super duper busy. Everyone at work gets to just like hang out with their thumbs up their butts and watch Netflix, but not my team. It's like the busiest time of year and I am dying. Yeah, I'm pretty sure everyone hated my guts this week because everyone fucking called in and I was super busy and had this like presentation that I was freaking out about and I had a terrible attitude about it. So it didn't go great either. Mm-mm. If you were wondering, it's really time to blow off some steam truly, yeah. and drink a lot of wine. Yeah. I mean, it's Thursday, so it's time for some wine. Oh, my God. You guys, one time remember when we went to that um, winery in Prague? Or like Stroud, we went on those winery the old tours. Schoolhouse place. Yeah, they yeah. had a t- sign there that said, "Drink no wine before it's time." Dot dot dot. It's time. <laughs> it was so stupid. I wish I had it. I don't think I was there because I definitely would have like taken a photo of that and made it my desktop background at work. Yeah, we <laughs> a nice like poolside uh, bar shack for the backyard. You know, <laughs> if I had a pool. Oh my god! In the shack. Whenever we get older and we become parrot heads, we'll have to remember to like recreate <laughs> yeah. that. Yes. If my name was Kathy. Like one of my old friends, her <laughs> aunt had like a house that was like a total wine mom house, and uh, she had three pet chickens that all had really like ridiculous names, and she had signs like that all out by her pool. Her, you know, her life is goals. Yeah, sounds like goals mm-hmm. for sure. So my week at work has been me having to reward myself for doing like two things like sending two emails and being like okay it's time to get up and do something like I have to force myself to work that's my day every day at fucking work I do like three things and then I go outside and vape for 20 minutes and then I go back in and rinse repeat like yeah and then it's like lunch again and then days when I'm really slacking it's like outside for 45 minutes work for 10 minutes talk to Jules for 25 minutes check my email and then it's lunchtime yeah that's how bad it was today it was like 30 degrees outside and raining and windy as hell and we were going outside and just like freezing and sitting there for like 30 minutes yeah oh I woke up and went to boot camp for the first time in forever because I'm trying to get fit again and it was like 6 10 in the morning and this guy is being super uber motivational at my face when I'm sweating my ass off and I was just like can you take it down like two notches this is this is great, but I don't need you in my face. You okay. are too much. I mm-hmm. hadn't brushed my teeth and I had like a white head <laughs> pimple like right on my chin. And I was just like, don't, nobody needs to be that close to me. Yeah. I used to do CrossFit and I would go at 6 a.m. or 6.30 a.m. sometime early, early in the morning. Ungodly. Uh, yeah. And like they would be like super peppy. And I remember there was like this one girl who would be like, you know, basically in like little tiny booty shorts and like a tank top. And it would be like 45 degrees outside. And she'd be like making us run. And she'd be like, all right, guys, woohoo like let's get going and I would just have like the worst attitude and just like walk it because I'm like pissed because it's early (laughs) take that cheerleader pretty much yeah so this is our second episode and um we already we have some corrections from the first one I think we're and some promises to make (laughs) (laughs) some apologies (laughs) my I do apologize I never used the word Serka but I used it about 20 times in the first episode I was a little nervous for some stupid reason I mean we're just 
hanging out at Lauren's house. Like, in a closet. <laughs> yeah, like we always do. I mean, not in the closet, but anyway. Um, yeah, so hopefully we'll improve a little bit this time around. Also, we have a new set of ground rules for ourselves, which is namely, one, we are not allowed to pre-drink a whole bottle of wine before we drink three more bottles of wine. So uh, there was a lot of slurring at the end of the last episode. And uh, so we promise we'll keep it tighter. And I just want to make a preemptive apology to my friends because I may or may not have said something she may or may not want heard later. And I'll have to check in with her about that. So just in case she hates it, I'm just going to say sorry now. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, So our corrections from last week, we... Uh, we're obviously very confused about the vineyard. Who fucking makes the Dreaming Tree wine? Was it Dave Matthews? Is it that other guy? Is it a Virginia winery? Is it a California winery? But we did some research, unlike last time, and figured it out. And so Dreaming Tree Wines is in California, and it has a collaboration between Dave Matthews and Sean McKenzie. And then the other vineyard in Virginia, which is Blenheim, Blenheim, is also owned by Dave Matthews, but does not produce the Dreaming Tree wine. So two separate entities. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I'm glad we cleared that up because I was still confused up until like yesterday. Yeah. We just had like a stack of papers. They were all kind of like wrinkled. Uh, Leonard, the tiny dog, had kind of kicked them everywhere so more organized yeah well he was cute doing it at the time i guess so um let's talk about the hangover factor from dreaming tree yeah so my hangover actually wasn't that bad at all and maybe that's why it won a gold medal i'm still kind of trying to figure out why the crush won a gold medal because it did like i'm not making that up Mm. Yeah, it definitely wasn't any of our favorites. It wasn't a gold medal to me. <laughs> um, no, it was like a tin can. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. like the bottom that you cut off. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, how was your hangover? Oh, I don't know if it was the dreaming tree or the combination of that and the wine we drank afterwards when we were listening to ourselves, but <laughs> and like the tornado of getting ready, of the, all of the wine that was consumed that night, and it was a Friday night. And, um, I had the wake up on the couch with sore muscle in my back hangover. So, yeah, well, we tried to go out afterwards. Um, Angie did not make it and, um, I made it for like about an hour maybe. And then I ate a whole bunch of popcorn and fell asleep on the couch. So it was like, I don't know, pretty good. And I didn't really have a hangover. So maybe that is the gold medal factor. Hashtag the dream. By the way, we like we're trying to get ready all in my closet. My closet is very limited. And we had ordered a lift and we were still drinking. And it was kind of like a fucking whirlwind trying to get everyone out the door before our lift got here. And I was really sad. I gave Angie my best dress and she wore it home. And then I didn't even go out. (laughs) And then I fell asleep on my couch and got like dog hair all over it. It's fine. I wore my second best dress and you washed it. I did wash Mm -hmm. it. Speaking, I have like so many of your dresses at my house. I need to return. Some of them are clean and uh, some of them aren't. But um, anyway, so one thing that happened to me last weekend was, so I had super woody 
wine teeth. I mean, like my teeth were practically black. And so I'd put on like all this crazy lipstick, which I'm sure was just like clown makeup. I thought I did a really good job, but who knows? And I brushed my teeth like right before our second lift came and forgot about it. And the next day I was like, oh my God, there's blood all over my Sonicare toothbrush. What the fuck happened? But it was just lipstick and me. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. The fucking dogs are getting on my nerves. I'm about to have to regulate. Mm-hmm. Okay, guys. So today I'm really pumped because we're drinking Drew Barrymore's wine. It's just called Barrymore Wines. It's in collaboration with Carmel Road Winery, which is a California-based winery. And um, this is a rosé of Pinot Noir. And so what that means is it's made with Pinot Noir grapes. And during the fermentation process, they remove the skins. And so it's pink instead of red. It doesn't have the tannins in it. A lot of rosés or some, uh, especially, you know, like your white zins. Well, maybe not that one, but a lot of them are just blends of red and whites, but this one's actually the Pinot Noir grape. So, um, Drew Barrymore actually is pretty involved in this winemaking process. It's not just like she slapped her name on it or something. She actually works with the winery. Um, it says, from our family to yours, a true collaboration, Barrymore Wines and Carmel Road brings together two family-owned companies with deep roots in California. Carmel Road focuses on expensive on not expensive, expressive wines with unique personalities and brings that same spirit to the Barrymore um Pinot Grigio and Rosé. Together, Drew Barrymore and Carmel Road winemaker Chris Cato partnered to create this fresh, lively offering. Okay. I like that um, this wine and the last one we did, the celebrities really worked in collaboration with the wine because we've been doing some research and a lot of them are just like you said, like here's some money, put my name on it sort yeah. of thing or whatever. Yeah. So. I also like the color of this wine and I kind of wish I had a nail polish that was this color. It's like really peachy. It's like kind of an orangey rosé yeah, for not, sure. I wouldn't necessarily describe it as like pink. It's got like a like a sunset orange hue to it. Mm-hmm. So. Um, okay, so I'll just read this description about the wine. My Barrymore by Carmel Road Rosé of Pinot Noir is a delicate wine with floral and light citrus aromas. Delicate red fruit flavors with hints of stone fruit and blood orange intertwine with bright mouthwatering acid. I'm not going to be able to say that now. Acidity. Acidity, yeah. Bright mouthwatering. I get nervous sometimes. Leading to a crisp and vibrant finish. Irresistibly refreshing. It reminds me of time spent with friends and family gathered around a long table, sharing food and laughter on an endless summer day. Okay, that's like a little fucking much, Drew. You need to chill. This yeah. is the opposite of a f- summer day with like friends. I will outside. say that that description's a little bit better than the description from last week. Good yeah. God, the hot dog. <laughs> well, I just meant, that was the bottle, though. I just meant like this day is like the wettest, coldest day ever yeah actually this is a summer wine and this is not summertime yeah it's summertime in here though it's like a fucking edgar Allan poe story out there i don't like it <laughs> it really is it really is <laughs> it reminds me what? a lot about of baltimore as well for sure <laughs> did you live in baltimore no but poe is from baltimore. oh duh. okay sorry yeah. i was confused so and um, the bottle has a pretty basic label i guess it's not super elaborate and i'm not saying i don't like it because i do it's just kind of like a grayish white 
um, label. And then it's got a bee with like this fun little frilly thingy around the bee. And it's pink. It says Barrymore. And the back of the bottle is, I love rosé, and I love that it's gone from a seasonal favorite to something to be enjoyed all year round. Being from California, I have always enjoyed a chilled wine, and this rosé is the perfect blush, which keeps it light and easy to drink. Carmel Road winemaker Chris Cato and I worked excitedly to get this one just right. Wow, I really got to work on my reading skills, guys. Uh, We sourced all our grapes from Monterey, California. I'm sorry, Monterey County. Again, I'm, I'm going to work on that next. That's my promise to you next week. <laughs> I'm going to work on my reading skills. Okay. Um, we sourced all of our grapes from Monterey County Vineyards, where cool Pacific winds keep the wines amazingly crisp and fresh. We hope you enjoy it as much as we do. And there's a website, carmelroad.com. Uh, 2016 Drew Barrymore's signature is around the top, which I think is kind of cool. Like, she's got a pretty cool, like, signature, I think. Well, she's had a, her whole life to work on her, like, autographing yeah, I know. John Hancock. When did E.T. come out? Oh, hold on. I can tell you. Was it in the, it was in the 80s, but, like, early 80s, yeah, right? it was 82, the year I was born. So, 36 years ago. Okay. Almost 37. Um. Yeah, so she's had since. 37 years to work on her fucking signature. That wasn't her first role, though. Her first role was in oh, Altered... was a dog food commercial, wasn't it? Well, the first film they have her as uh, listed on, like, Wikipedia is Altered States. I have no idea what In 1980. Is. Yeah, I didn't look that one up. Me I like either. her in that Firestarter movie. What's the Firestarter movie? It's like a Stephen King book, I'm pretty sure, and she has, like, kinetic, telekinetic yeah. powers and can start fires. Oh, I remember that. Yeah, that was so good. By the way, I watched Doppelganger last night in preparation for this, and I, I seriously think that it was, like, someone's college film class project. I've never seen that. I haven't either. The I'm- entire budget was spent on the monster, and the monster wasn't even that good. Um, and the internet never told me, like, was it someone's film project? Was it not someone's film project? I'm sure someone will correct us. I'm sure a caller will correct us for sure. <laughs> um, I call in right now at... No, just kidding. Okay, so Celebrity this wine... Drunk. This wine is, like, a, by far the driest rosé I've ever had, and I really like dry wines, and this is, like, dry. Mm-hmm. I really want it to, like, strip all of the saliva out of my mouth. Like, that's how much I like dry wine. Mm-hmm. And I think this is... Yeah, I mean... I can definitely say I'm not a huge fan of rosé, but I do like this one for a rosé. See, I don't like sweet wine at all. And this is really dry no, and yeah. it's very crisp. And it has like, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, I know they use blood orange in the description because it is kind of citrusy, yeah. but it doesn't remind me of oranges at all. It's kind of more of a cranberry. I'm getting like grapefruit rind. It's like a little Ooh. too much for me. It is a kind of like a kind of like a sour thing. Oh, I'm doing I'm doing some S's this time. I'm doing a swirl. Mm-hmm. That's another promise. Is I'm gonna. I think I drank too drinking. much to do a good swirl already. Well, we got more in the refill. bottle, baby. The other thing that I did to prepare was watch Boys on the Side again. Oh, that's one of my faves. I actually have that on DVD. I don't actually have a DVD player. So for the the first time I watched that movie, I was like way too young. It was on like HBO, and I was probably like ten. I had no idea what HIV or AIDS was at that time. 
But this movie has like a lot going on. There are shoulder pads. There's Mary Louise Parker with a bad haircut. There is like um, homophobia. Um, I guess people didn't have prep in the 90s because no one could have sex if they had AIDS. Um, when did that come out? Oh, uh, yeah, 1995. Yeah, people oh, yeah, obviously did not have prep in the 90s. <laughs> like, God. I didn't look up when prep was invented. Okay. It was way after the 90s. Like a recent. Okay. You have to take it every day like birth control. Hmm. Good to know. Mm-hmm. Um, also, Matthew McConaughey plays a police officer mm-hmm. who is named Abe Lincoln, which I thought was really stupid. Like, I don't care. And he had like the whole like honest Abe thing. So Drew Barrymore's character is like pregnant and like accidentally killed her boyfriend and like spills the beans to him and he turns her into the cops but still wants to marry her. It's so fucking weird. Why did you watch all the weirdest Drew Barrymore movies? That's like, one of my faves though. I, know. I think it's a good movie too. I mean, yeah, but like there's also fun ones like Never Been Kissed Home and like Price. Ever After. Oh, Ever After. Home Fries. Home Surprise is fun too. Mm-hmm. I'm just jealous you had a chance to do homework by watching films because when you told me today when we were texting at work, I was like, damn it. Like, I should have been binging Drew Barrymore movies this whole week. Mm-hmm. I just know how to do my research. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> the other thing about that movie is there's like a slight hint of feminism, but in like a, but where's the man kind of way? Yeah, well, it was 95. Yeah. Well, the mom literally has a line in there about how you girls treat all men like side dishes. Yeah, 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 yeah. So? I know, right? <laughs> and Mary Louise Parker's character is just kind of like, what the fuck are you talking about, mother God? Mm. Anyway. Also, Whoopi Goldberg basically plays herself, but as like a nightclub singer. I love Whoopi. So do I. After this, we should watch Sister Act. Oh my gosh. Okay. So this is like obviously a total tangent, but did you see those videos where Tiffany Haddish was talking about how when she was a little girl, she wanted Whoopi Goldberg to be her mom (gasps) and she would like pretend that she was and stuff. And so whenever she like made her big break, she was going to get to go on the view, but Whoopi wasn't there that day. And she like cried, but Whoopi like um recorded a special video for her and so she would watch it all the time and then i guess they're in a new film together where she actually does play her mom and she was like being <gasps> interviewed and was telling the story and was like crying about it and then whoopi came and comforted I her i had no that. idea whoopi was back in the biz yeah whoopi's have she, she hasn't been, been yeah she was on um egot winner whoopi goldberg Okay, I'm sorry. I guess I've been out of the biz. <laughs> well, she was on that daytime show for a while, the too. View. Yeah. yeah. Well, The View is, like, obviously. Which but you I meant, have, like, the movie I biz. meant, like, movie yeah. business, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I do have a confession to make. I'd probably hang out with all of the ladies on The View. What? Yeah. I Are think you it talking would be kind about of fun. what kind of setting? Are you talking about old school view or current view? Because current view has like Megan McCain on no, it. No, not current view. I'm Are, talking old school view. And I'm talking oh, like, with like Barbara and it was Barbara for sure. And would be everybody. And the other thing is that I wouldn't want to do it in like a studio setting. I would just want to maybe go to a nice restaurant and kick it mm-hmm. and run up a big tab. I would love to go to a nice restaurant and kick it. <laughs> I mean, are we paying for that tab or? I hope somebody else picking Mm -hmm. up that tab. You don't really make much money in podcasting. I've sadly found out. (laughs) I like texted Nicole and was like, Nicole, did you know that we can make $50,000 an episode? And it was like this fucking analysis about like NPR and their ads and stuff. That's how much this American life makes per episode. Yeah. So I got a little too excited and then she had to put it all back into perspective Mm -hmm. for me. But we have a chance to make it with me Mm because I was like, I'm using a calculator right now. And she was like, shut up, Nicole. I read it. I read it. It's true. I'm like, no. It's not. By the way, we are in no way professional podcasters or wine tasters. Yet. 
yet. Um, I want to throw that out there. We've done a lot of wine tasting research, like a lot in our lives. Wine chugging research. Oh, for sure. <laughs> so this is like the most expensive bottle I have drank in a min because it was 20 whole dollars. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was we forgot around to say the price points. Mm-hmm. Yeah, around $20. So. Yeah, oh, you know. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we had to actually order it special because... Um, in Oklahoma, it's basically like the temperance movement. It's like the pioneer times. Yeah. And there are actually more Barrymore wines. Yes. Right? There are a few more. Um... But we were not able to get our hands on some, so we just got two other Carmel Road wines that we will be talking about later. This is the only Barrymore wine we have. Mm-hmm. Although, that's what it said when I looked it up, but like any of the videos of her talking or tasting it, it's all this rosé. So Maybe that's the only one she has then. She has a Pinot Grige. Ooh, I love a Pinot Grige. Mm-hmm. I love the Pinot Grigio song by Lady Gaga. Anything Pinot Grigio, I'm mm-hmm. into it. For sure. Yeah. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, also, have you seen Drew Barrymore's makeup that she has? The flower makeup? Yeah. So it's at Walmart, but it's actually really good makeup. And I love her Instagram videos of her like putting it on and being like, okay, guys, so I'm in a rush today, but like I have to be on TV very soon. So what I'm going to do... <laughs> Like she does, I watched this one where she did this whole fast face and just like shoved her hair up into a hat and like put on all these necklaces and was like, don't forget to wear earrings because earrings are the makeup of the jewelry world. And it's just like <laughs> so true. I really love Drew Barrymore and I always have. Mm-hmm. Um, my favorite Drew Barrymore movie, at least, no, I think it's probably my favorite is The Wedding Singer. Oh, yeah, for sure. It was her first collaboration with Adam Sandler, (laughs) and it was her best. (laughs) We just had a conversation about this like two weeks ago. Adam Sandler? About her collaborations with Adam Sandler. I know. I wish she would pick someone else. I I know they're really good friends in real life. and Those movies make so much fucking money. I know. I don't know. I just can't. I can't do it. Like, um... What's that one? A hundred first dates or whatever. Fifty first dates. Fifty first dates. Sorry. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I don't like a lot of their collapse. I don't like a lot of Adam Sandler movies anyway. Like, I enjoyed the one where he goes back to school. Oh, Billy Madison. Billy Madison. <laughs> yeah. We're so good at this <laughs> pop culture thing. Um. Yeah. Um. But and like. There's like Happy Gilmore, which I did not enjoy. I don't like golf movies. I don't like golf movies either. And there's the one where he, um, he like becomes a millionaire overnight because that guy freezes to death. Yeah. It was a remake. Yeah. Big money or something. Big. Big daddy. Big papa. I don't know. I'm tired of talking about it when you call me big papa. Yeah. He didn't make this wine. But um, uh, no, he didn't. <laughs> His very good friend Drew Barrymore and the light of our lives did. Yeah. <laughs> well, I told you, I don't know if I told you this, Angie, I got into a huge fight with Dan. This is about Adam Sandler, but it's a little bit different. So I we got into a big fight because he Dan's the fiance, by the way. Yeah, Dan's my fiance. Fiance. Yeah, and I can say his name and I don't have fiance. to bleep it and I don't have to apologize. So I was like complaining about all of Adam Sandler's shitty movies on Netflix and his shitty stand-up special, which we tried to watch, got like 90 seconds into it, and we turned it off. That's how bad it was. And he made the decision to turn it off. And so I was telling him, like, you know, this really pisses me off because Netflix has like gotten into this 
this contract with him and paid him so much money for putting out X amount of pictures. And I guess we really need another Sandler stand up. And so I was just like, this is so stupid that they're wasting all of these resources on this man who is super rich. His story has been told. He's told it himself a million times. And I was just saying that like they could have, you know, paid one twentieth of that money to five uh, filmmakers, like women, people of color, queer people, like anything. And, you know, it's important to get those voices out there. And then he disagreed with me because he said Adam Sandler had earned it by becoming so successful. And I don't think he did. You guys can't see my like side eye, but yeah, yeah my there. eyes are like ugh, on the floor. I've been rolling. Well, them that so hard. whole my retinas are detached. <laughs> that whole bitch fest conversation is what got us on to talking about Drew Barrymore, and then we realized she had a wine. So yeah, that was good. Um, I will say that one of my fave uh, pastime activities to do, especially like when hungover on a Sunday, is to watch really terrible movies. And so I did watch Fifty First Dates, like. In full. Yeah, you're a huge rom-com fan. I am. I am. But only, like, just when I need to, like, check out and just, like, or get a good cry or something. Mm -hmm. But I will say that my boyfriend... I it was at his house before I moved in at the time and he like got into it too. And he was like, Oh dang, you drug me into this. And now I have to finish it all out. Like, <laughs> why did you do this to me? God. But, um, he's kind of a softy though. Yeah. A little bit, a little bit mm-hmm. more than I am for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's like a real feminist movement against that movie. So it's kind of controversial on that mm-hmm. side because of the memory loss and like him, like forcefully going yeah, after her. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's pretty gross. It's the, it's the whole trope of like, you know, if she says no, just keep trying kind of thing. Yeah. But instead of her saying no, she just forgets him completely. And mm-hmm. he's just like, well, I guess I'll just keep trying. Yeah. Luckily she had a good support network that really watched out for her. So mm-hmm. I guess that was the good, the saving grace. Yeah. That's a plus at least. Um, I, have you guys heard of gun crazy? No. It was another 90s Drew Barrymore movie, but basically she like kills her stepdad, who is like a really gross molestery type. And she gets her hands on a gun. He teaches her how to shoot this gun. It should really be called like this is why gun reform in America is kind of important. She gets a it starts out with her getting like a <laughs> pin pal. <laughs> it was not really ahead of its time, is what you're saying. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's not that that guy deserved to live because he should have been shot in the fucking face multiple times. But like, why does a 15 year old? I don't know how old she was in the movie, but like, why does a 15 year old have a gun? And why is she a pin pal with a convict? It seems so. It starts out right, and the high school teacher is like, "Okay, everybody, we're gonna get pin." pals and everyone's like talking to people in like lithuania and like all these other european countries and stuff and she just like writes an inmate in like chico california and she yeah i don't i we had pen pals in school when i was in elementary school but i just think these days that can get so shady like Uh, yeah how did she even write a convict in jail like I don't know. Maybe her teacher gave her her list and like it slipped out or something. I didn't even finish watching it because I was like, this is really bad. I don't even understand. I thought you had to be on like an inmates. Okay. List to like send them letters. Maybe that happened recently and not in the nineties. When was it made? Um, gun crazy was made in 1992. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that was, you know, before everyone, I mean, that's nice. I mean, convicts need letters mm-hmm. too, but I'm, 
obviously it was a movie yeah, so there had to be like kind a creepy of... thing where he was like send me a picture of you like mm, you're the most beautiful no, girl i've ever no, seen no, send me no. a recording of your voice and Title like nine. all this crap <laughs> <No>. <laughs> just went through that training again at work i do not like that well i have a lot of like really creepy vibes what I want to talk about is Drew Barrymore being like a child partier at Studio 54. And she oh, made yeah. it through. Like, she's like. And now she's like, has a makeup line and a glasses wine and this delicious wine. And how much of this wine do I have to buy to like hang out with her? <laughs> Can we like maybe. Is, who's her handler? Who's her agent? Can we <laughs> get a hold handler. of them? <laughs> mm-hmm. Um. So one of her more recent ones, now I'm looking at the year and it was 2009. My goodness. Um, it seems like yesterday, but Whip It was a oh, really good one. That God. was the first one she ever directed. Yeah, I believe so. And I love that movie. I do too. And it has such a good soundtrack. Cut Chemist is on it. Oh like, yeah. It's real good. Do you guys know what your roller derby names would be? No, but I've, I've. We've when, talked about when Oklahoma City got the roller derby league first going and I had a bunch of friends that were doing it and I was like I want to do it and I'm like I don't know I'm can I tell that- you what my roller yes, derby name please. would be <laughs> that's the only reason I brought it up I obviously yeah it would be the crustacean <laughs> like the crush station mm-hmm. but crustacean like a crab I like it I like that crabs. a lot we don't talk about that on the fucking mic, Nicole. We talked hey, about this. Let's not joke about STIs. Didn't we talk about me having scabies last time? <laughs> well, if we didn't, we are now. I don't want to. A friend of mine in college got that, but I'm not going to tell that story because it's not my story to tell. I honestly think I got it from like well, a that's thrift the dangers, store. Yeah, that's the dangers of like thrift store clothes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or, you know, music festivals and like sleeping in puddles and stuff. I swear <laughs> to God, I got a toenail fungus from a fucking music festival. Yeah. And I still have it. I've been carrying it around with me for like three years and it's a burden. I have to put drops on it every fucking day. <laughs> That's a lot of work on top of everything else. Mm-hmm. Well, like Rihanna said, like, I wish that I could have this moment for life. You did have, <laughs> you do have that moment for life. It's really hard to maintain this beautiful 212 pound body. <laughs> So can we move on to the shard? Because I really just like, I've yeah. like, like slurped this down too. We'll continue talking about Drew and her wine and her, her works, but we're going to move on to, um, yeah, the Chardonnay. So by show of hands, who is a Chardonnay fan? Uh, no one. In yeah. Here. I see no hands. So I like put my hands down by my side. Yeah. Really. Just so dramatically. you can get mistakenly. <laughs> put them under like your them. <laughs> So I can only drink unoaked Chardonnays, which means that they are aged in metal casks and stainless steel usually. Well, yeah, stainless steel. So um, this one probably shouldn't be so bad. I just don't like the buttery thing. It's like very Hoda and Kathy Lee. Kathy Lee is another person I would like to hang out with. I'm just like impressed that they're drinking wine at like 6 a.m. in the morning on like national television. We're it really makes me happy. Get like a lazy Susan situation going. <laughs> <laughs> We're having. We have a lot of like. My talking into the mic slash like grabbing wine bottle issues. So we'll, we'll, this is another promise we'll make to you all. We'll get better at the Did sound. Did you get through the cord? Shit. I didn't even see that. Wow. My expensive $22 equipment. <laughs> 
<laughs> you don't care about me, you bitch. Okay, so this is like a very, very yellow. It so looks like it a dehydrated piss here? from like. I mean, I was like, it kind of looks like pee, but at the same time, the back wall is like a like mustard ma- yellow. It looks so. like Mountain Dew. <laughs> very yellow. It looks like my pee after I, you know, drink all night like and I wake up morning. the next morning. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's like a very appetizing color for a white wine i must say <laughs> i think we should distinguish the caramel road is different from the barrymore wine caramel yes. road Car- what did i say caramel mm-hmm. god caramel <laughs> road so but this is the winery that she collaborated collaborated with with. yeah Yeah. but we thought we would just try everything just to fucking play around this is really good i actually like it describe it it to me is it bad that i like this more than the rosé what is wrong with me so describe it to me in like asmr asmr (laughs) (laughs) what's asmr um, so there are these videos of people like crinkling stuff and like whispering into the mic oh, and right. all this stuff the and sound it gives people thing. tingles. Yeah. Um, Georgia Hardstark really likes a video. Well, she talked about it one time on one of the episodes of their podcast, but, um, where this person, my like, favorite has, murder. Yes. Yeah. Um, where they like have a tube of lipstick and they like light a flame and they're like melting the lipstick. Mm-hmm. I guess it's more of a visual ASMR. Unless you're listening and, to the you sound of it. Like, drip, yeah. Ooh, I didn't think about that. But yeah, that's essentially. That sounds really soothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, there's like these I ones. Like one of the racist makeup artists on YouTube. Jeffree Star. No, the oh, other one. Oh, those like blackface girls. The, so that's that's about? for Instagram. But oh, that's you're a different talking about issue. YouTube. Okay. Yeah, I'm talking about YouTube. There's, um, it's a boy. It's not Jeffree Star. It's not Jeffree Star. It's one of the ones that were involved in the whole like Jeffree Star, like we're kind of racist thing. He was just like in a picture with them. I don't know. Like, I mean, makeup videos is like definitely one of my subcultures, but I don't know all the names. So what does ASMR stand for? I'm going to bring you back for a second. Um, Somebody Google Audio, it and I will tell you about stimulus, <gasps> something, something. Well, I got the burps okay, already. That works for me. <laughs> well there's like these makeup asmr videos though where they like take the brushes and you can like hear them tapping them and manny mua that's who's done them he will um like swirl them in powder and then like he'll like whisper like brush like this and then like put it on his face and you can just like hear everything and it's like okay i got the answer it's autonomous sensory meridian response. It's an experience characterized by a static-like or tingling sensation on the skin that begins on the scalp and moves down the back of the neck and upper spine. That's like an elaborate way just to say goosebumps. Well, but no, it's like a different <laughs> feeling. Like, remember when you used to, like, say, you know, about some, ex- like, recreational experiences that it felt like someone was cracking an egg on your head? You can say that I used to do drugs. It's fine. Yeah. Okay. So like when you do drugs and you said that it like made it feel like someone was cracking an egg on your head, like that's basically like the like concentrate on what I'm saying, saying spatters falling down. Okay. Is that another one of your like s- summer camp the, games? Uh, that's more of like a sleepover game. I yeah. Think. Yeah, it is. So this, I thought light okay. as a feather, stiff as a board was a sleepover game. Oh my gosh, I, I don't want to get into it. There's a terrible show that I got stuck in on, on Netflix watching some girls. It's called Light as a Step, Feather Stuff. I can't even speak right now. I apologize. Is it like a you need witch more movie? Yeah. yeah, it's like a witchy thing. Yeah, it's awful. I don't even want to get into that. Sorry, I shouldn't have brought it mm-hmm. up. But I do really like, I used to always be into like documentaries and like all of this like 
indie stuff. And then I like went to grad school and got out and now I can't read anything serious and I can't watch anything serious. I'm like, if it's my downtime, I'm watching some shit TV. Uh, Yeah. I like the trash too. Yeah. I don't even want to talk to you about the uh, bachelor in paradise, but the UK version. I don't, I, yeah, I have not seen any of that. What the fuck is it called? Like Love Island. Love Island. Yes. Mm -hmm. Well, it's the UK version of like a bachelor in paradise type, but I like got into a fucking hole with that shit and it will probably rot your brain. I probably have Swiss cheese head from that TV show. I'm really interested in 90 day fiance, but I cannot fall down. I am too. I am too. I also got into a hole watching hole watching um, my big fat American gypsy wedding. because I can only do a couple of episodes of that though, because it's like, it's casual it's child abuse it's yes it is definitely child abuse and also i want to say that from watching like three four episodes in a row i for a while i couldn't say wedding anymore i was saying wedding because one of the (laughs) one of the moms on there would say wedding so i mean that's the thing about like cultural relativity is there's like a fine line where human rights gets involved with cultural relativity so if you're like a strong are you you're reacting to the wine and I need to stop and I'll finish what I'm saying. Go ahead. I just want to say this PP wine tastes real good. <laughs> I know. I told you. Wow. It's so good. Oh wow, 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 wow. It's so smooth. If I was going to rate this, I would give this a this has no business being in my mouth because it's going to make me real fucked up. It has a, like water aftertaste almost it's where it's so like good. It's so you're smooth. hydrating yourself or Holy something. Holy shit, Carmel Road. Damn, I'll pay it's $23 for you. It's like really full bodied for a shard but without that like bullshit buttery taste. Yeah, I know. That's very easy to drink. In fact, if I were to describe myself as a content? bottle of wine, I would call myself this unoaked Chardonnay. I don't know. You'll have to look. Okay. Well, but, you look on the rosé or hand me the rosé and I'll look on that the one. The rosé so. is 13.5%. Okay. So, I mean, like, that's about standard. Okay. Yeah. No, the, actually, you're wrong. It's 13. So, take that. <laughs> wow. I was way crazy off. Yeah. My bad. We'll put it in the corrections for next week. <laughs> <laughs> I think you already got corrected. Yeah. Yeah. You, got you just got served. <laughs> because she read the bottle oh and you were gosh. going off memory. God, but it's yeah. so faint. This one is 13.5. Damn Carmel Road. Damn Carmel Road. Okay. But yeah, that cult, whole cultural relativism thing and like the medical field as well as like gypsy marriage. Not even call it the traveler marriages and things like that. Yeah, I like, think gypsy is like gypsy is like cultural appropriation. Yeah, it's not cool to say, but it's in the title of the show. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess they can call themselves that. But yeah, they can call themselves that, but I can't be like you are yeah. a gypsy for Halloween or but I just think whatever. I'm fine with any consensual adults making decisions about going into any kind of relationships. But then again, it's like, well, what's the definition of an adult and all of this stuff? Yeah. So, well, the government has defined that as being 18, but you can do pretty much anything from age like 15 I think Oklahoma, you can still get married at like 15 with your parents' consent. Well, I was going to say the government has like defined where you can do anything like 15 with parental consent. And a lot of states are like that. 
Um, I'm 36 and I don't feel like an adult, so <laughs> I'm glad I haven't been married yet. Yeah, I'm shit. 29 and I'm definitely not if an adult. I've gotten married at my mom. My mom got married at like 22 or something. Oh my gosh! I was gonna say your mom and dad are so fucking cute. Oh, yeah, they are. Well, they are adorable. So adorable. It kills me. Okay, so let's bring it the fuck back around to Drew Barrymore. Speaking of cute-ass couples, have you seen Santa Clarita Tyus? Yes, and it's also coming back around to, like, cheesy Netflix shows, but that's a more quality cheesy Netflix show, like... I know you all have seen more episodes than I have, but it's really good. I love Santa Clarita Diet. I've watched all of it, and I watched it all when they dropped them. I just like Drew, Drew Barrymore a lot. I like her in everything. So do I. Well, and I mean, it's like a real hot, fresh take on the zombie story, and this is like a real hot, fresh take for myself or, I don't know, you guys too probably on this Chardonnay. And oh, is it just like yeah. because I'm almost 30 that I'm turning into a Chardonnay person? Because <gasps> I think I'm – if. I think if I could drink this all the time, I would be like Does a Chardonnay Does this we're getting person. old? I oh, think it means we're getting and old. And you're going to get that sun damage next month, trust. But I wear sunscreen. <laughs> <laughs> like, seriously, I do not want leather chest. Oh, we'll say that they're going on a cruise next month, and so that's what they're talking about, sun damage. You better have some hot hats and big sunglasses. Dude, oh, I've got some so. big hats and some big sunglasses. I ordered everyone some ridiculous sunglasses mm-hmm. just for this fucking cruise. And to oh, be fair, did. it's not just any cruise, because I am not a fan of cruises, but I might go on in this one day yeah, if I have it's the money. A music festival cruise and it's not like your parents going to like see a country music cruise or whatever. Hey, it's, I might go on one of the country music. Well my cruises. parents well, I thought one. it would be more of a bluegrassy cruise. There's a blues yes, cruise. A blues cruise. That or Ooh, an Alaskan cruise. I would but those go the, on a fucking blues cruise. Only or an two. Alaskan cruise. Yeah. Other than that, no. And I think they were just talking about that on My Favorite Murder about <laughs> cruises and how awful they are and oh you, did you all listen to the episode this week no i haven't listened to the whole thing they were talking about how their uh rep guy or whatever that it's called was like you should do a my favorite murder cruise and they're like no one would sign up because you can disappear on a cruise oh and yeah like, for yeah. sure i would do like a resort maybe oh you mean God. like someone pushing you overboard yeah kind of, like disappear mm-hmm. yeah so many people disappear on them. I don't know. I'm, you know, I'm like super not into all inclusive resorts, but mm, if you give like, some ideas, drug me to one for like a wedding or something, I'd have to go. If we were forced, <laughs> if we were forced <laughs> you into twisted it. my arm. Yeah, I guess I'll do I'm it. I'm more of like the experience, the culture and not like the, the disney version of things disnified yeah, I agree. i've been like hashtag blessed enough to almost every time i've traveled to a foreign country i've had like family or friends or something there where like someone I local got, yeah someone local where i got to go to all the local spots and people's houses and stuff so that's pretty cool so what's your favorite part about santa clarita diet I don't know. I like that their curly-haired daughter. I think she's a super badass. I like Drew's relationship with her husband. The relationship cool. with the husband is like really I like whenever they promising. I like whenever they like eat that Nazi and all of his friends. <laughs> I like that too. I, but I, I also that like far. Oh, sorry. I also it's okay. Sorry. 
No, go ahead. Oh, I also like the storyline of it, like the whole humorous thing with like the big weird uh like gelatinous dealy that she like throws up like that whole storyline like it's like an ancient like ukrainian it's like a serbian like yeah exactly yeah it's like a it's just like a new fresh take on like a there's just a certain point in comedies where it just becomes like an anxiety attack waiting for me to where it's like all these people like you could have i don't know not this one so much because it was just going there for a few episodes and I was in a time in my life where I was like, I need to stop watching this. But I think that the comedy point of that to this show is good, but there are comedies I watched. And I'm like, why do you keep making dumb mistakes over and over and over again? Well, like I can't handle it. I, I know mean, it's like all for the laugh, but it, it gets like almost farcical. To, or it is like a farce. in a lot of these where it's like, Oh my God, if you guys would just have, communicated clearly none of this would have happened in comedies and in tragedies and that is why i do not like shakespeare because i think it's dumb if you guys would have just communicated none of this would have happened (laughs) no one would have died ophelia would have left the bedroom like (laughs) if everybody communicated properly we would have like world peace and we would not have any entertainment (laughs) whatsoever that's true it would be really boring like romeo and juliet would have like i don't know what would have happened to them but neither we wouldn't have any fucking reality tv drama nothing nothing have you guys watched baroness von sketch not yet they have like a sketch i won't give you too much detail but they have a sketch where it's like all women leading the un and they're like apologizing for like being on their periods and just being like yeah i was just having a rough day that day i'm really sorry i said that to you switzerland it's it's fine like like all of this stuff <laughs> it's just like, like i'm so really sorry it's just kind of like a really boring sketch but it's all about like if women ruled the world we would all be talking more which mm-hmm. is like i i fucking personally loved it but my god i love this pp wine seriously like <laughs> it's so it's it so matches the good. banana in your andy War- warhol well if you turn poster. around and look at it on the back wall because it's like mustard colored it's like it matches it yeah okay well i mean i didn't think that i would find my wine of summer 2019 in december but i guess new year new me i found it yeah well i'm gonna make a playlist to accompany this oh, too oh my god future special guest of the pod you guys john Oh. Well, love this. He is such a basic white wine bitch. He really is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's funny that all the guys we know are more into white wine than we are. Dan will only drink white wine. Straight and gay. Mm-hmm. I know. Alike. Is that like a like a trait of the males or is that just a trait of the males we know? Just the ones we know. Because <laughs> we're not like the, oh, rosé all day type of girl. I'm like, I will be drinking red wine when it's like 104. I want and I'm it on to my be porch thick. Sweating my I ass want off. it to be heavy. I want it to make my gut bubble up. <laughs> yeah. 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 Only like really the sweeter wines are what make no, my I gut bubble. No, I do it absolutely not Mm-mm. i mean i could do like a power hour situation like where i'm forced to drink it down but i don't think i could do it i think that's what we're gonna have to do with the with a particular with the upcoming parti- episode I, I don't want to tease it too much but we will be doing a power hour and it will be a moscato and it will be hip-hop and it will be disgusting and i'm sure that our hangover rating i'm predicting now will be like Maybe we'll have to go to the hospital. If this was like a, uh, is it a seismograph? Sure. 
Yeah. The earthquake graph. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's going to be like California fell off the east west coast. California fell off the east coast. It that was all bad it across and fell the fuck off. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I think some of these hangover ratings are unfair because I am. Um, it's um, graduation. Graduation? Wow, slur. Graduation weekend and like a bunch of holiday parties. I have like three holiday parties and a birthday party this weekend. And I have to go to a live show after this live music show. And I don't think that my hangover rating tomorrow is going to be fair to this one. Are you going to the um, Dirty Santa party on Saturday? No, that happens <gasps> to be a holiday party for one of my boyfriend's work. Uh, your stupid boyfriend fucking kills everything. Boy- yeah, how long do you have to stay at that party, though? Like, uh, all night? No, 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 no. Okay, because this one is, like, it says 6 p.m. till whenever on Facebook, so... Is that the one on Sunday or the one on, it's on Saturday? It's on Saturday. Oh, Saturday. Yeah. I have. Oh, I have another holiday party to go. There's so many. Why are they all this weekend? Oh, There's God. another, a whole nother weekend before Christmas. I don't know. But when we drop this episode, our guests are not guests. Our, our listeners are going to be kind of confused. all like <laughs> five of them. <laughs> Us three and like when, maybe like seven. <laughs> I think we could get like 30 people to listen to it. Mm hmm. Maybe. Yeah, we're we're, we're pre-recording because we're learning, so we're not going to drop these until, like, way after the new year, but... um, Angie, you're giving up all of our cards right now. Yeah, stop spilling industry secrets, Angie. It's so rude. (laughs) Well, they're going to figure it out. They're smart people. Mm -hmm. I know. Already. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You started saying holiday. It would have been fine up until that point. (laughs) If we lose subscribers, I'm Because we drink three bottles of wine. (laughs) I mean, she speaks the truth, you guys. Yeah. Always. Okay. So we're moving on to another Carmel Road, and this is the Pinot Noir, and I'm real pumped about it because if that Chardonnay, you know, like blew my socks off last time, then hopefully this Pinot Noir will blow my load. And you guys, bringing it back to sustainability from last episode, apparently I'm learning now by looking at all of these bottles they're also sustainable, but I mean, it's California wine. So of course, and I was going to say California wine probably yeah. is sustainable in what way though? Because I remember we were talking about the, um, Dave Matthews wine and their bottles were like a certain percentage lighter than other bottles. So it took less gas and shipment and all that good jazz. So I don't know people walking it to the table. They could do it a little faster. <laughs> well i know i love a good pinot so we're like we- so do i okay cheers the batches cheers cheers ding, well, ding. and i know you're supposed to drink or you can drink pinot slightly chilled and just from the fact that this has been sitting in this cold room for it's 65 degrees i know but it's actually kind of chilled it tastes this is delicious oh my god it's so smooth it has, it has really good legs it has the buttery the thing that i don't like in a chardonnay but i do like in a pinot noir mm-hmm. it is mm-hmm. velvety in your mouth yeah unlike that dave matthews crush which which felt like it was peeling the skin off the inside of my mouth this is just like well the rich. crush was the blend yeah the cab sav was better not the best, but better. 
Um, but yeah, this Pinot Noir is like really it shouldn't be and I don't available to say me. because I mean the price point was higher than our price point last week and it's higher than most of our price points like this is more of like a $20 even though like I'm in my 30s and I should be like a grown-up lady bitch or whatever but well, like spending like 60 bucks on yeah, a bottle of wine like this is more of like a hey happy birthday friend type of wine you no, know I agree like mm-hmm. I would buy this pinot for literally anybody I would buy the chardonnay for I would buy all of these wines for someone who had a birthday celebration or something yeah for me if I had a bad day or, or yeah if I was going to like a nicer dinner party. Right. But it's mm-hmm. definitely not like a everyday, every weekend kind of wine for I mean, sure. Speak for yourself. <laughs> it's definitely not like a game day watching kind of wine either. Cause no. no, 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 no. But if I was just trying to be indulgent on a fucking Friday alone, then Hey, Hey, Carmel. Hey, I have to say that this Pinot Noir is my favorite, but that just, that's just every time we go to a wine tasting and mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, white, 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 white rosé. Okay, now we're on the reds. Like, let's let's get to the business now. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, it really is more like Malbec weather outside. TBH. For I sure. love a fucking Malbec. Let's be honest for real for real yeah for our for our love a malbec well pinot noir is my one of my favorite reds just because it is so versatile like you can serve it chilled it is good if it's super hot outside like i guess it can be if it's chilled but like this is room temp and i'm i'm loving every minute of it and it's been Mm -hmm. breathing for like two fucking hours which I read earlier on the internet that if it's younger than eight years, that you should let it breathe for like an hour to two hours. Oh, I think so too. Ooh, well, that's a long time. We forgot to mention, by the way, <laughs> goddamn pre My box wine never breathes. No. <laughs> well, we the forgot to, the aeration. Yeah. We forgot to mention earlier, though, that all of these bottles are twist tops, which means they're like a really picnicable and like transportable. Oh, yeah. And also, like, it goes back to the sustainability thing because corks are apparently. Uh, bad news. Yeah, they're out. Just like the apps. Mm-hmm. Just like the apps for dating. Yes. Well, and also I was just <laughs> noticing that the rosé to the shard to the Pinot Noir, we've been steady climbing the alcohol percentage too because this one is 14%. And oh, we realized that the rosé should have gone after the Chardonnay, I would imagine. Well, I... But- Go ahead. No, I was just saying that I wanted to suggest that before we started, but everyone was so pumped for the pink wine that I didn't want to like, you know, smash anyone's honey bun or whatever. Wait, I'm confused. What do you mean? You're supposed to go light to dark. So it should have gone shard rosé this. But we wanted to like, you know, highlight the Barrymore wine first because that's the one that we had of the Barrymore wine. Also, I'm just really excited about a rosé. And it was uh, rosé pinot noir well and i, I don't know. want well, to be- and the girl on the phone whenever i ordered this stuff she was like reading off the caramel road wines to me and caramel. like what <laughs> cut <laughs> okay caramel 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 say it again caramel. caramel okay caramel she was reading off the caramel road wines to me on the phone and she like went through like the gambit which there's only fucking three and i was like oh a pinot noir rosé i don't think i've ever had that before that's like really fancy and cool like uh 
and like you know was like nutting my panties about it so that's why i wanted to try it first mm-hmm. i like how because our- all the rosés i've had have been blends i think I don't remember. <laughs> I used to follow all the time in that Vivino app, like when we went to wine tastings and I reg on the reg. But um, back when I could have gluten, I would use like that beer, beer craft app. Yeah. Like I was all up in that shit. I was competitive with the guys I worked at the liquor store with when with the beer craft app. Sorry. Sorry. Angie, continue. Yes. Oh, no. I don't even remember what I was saying. The Vivino now. app? Yeah. I. I completely lost my train of thought okay we're on our third <laughs> bottle of wine like we it's just fine. started it though it's not like we're, everybody's being all too gracious and kind because we're recording ourselves but really we would just talk over each hey, other you haven't said circa i have not because <laughs> i never i use kept that trying word. to figure out some way to like bring in a joke about like circumcising your use of the word circa but <laughs> i couldn't really like you know thread the needle on that or close the gap so i'll just thought that counts honestly (laughs) this is such a good pinot noir i mean honestly though i'm thinking at this point i'm like does it really taste this good because it is this good or does it taste this good because i've had so much wine also the problem with wine tasting is you start out with the whites and go to the reds so but i mean (laughs) i not i naturally gravitate towards reds anyway and normally I'm not drinking a bunch of whites beforehand, but you're right. Like if we had gone backwards, hmm. I am willing to give this one another shot. And I do think that it is that fucking good. Like there's something about like a Pinot Noir, whenever you taste it, like a good one versus a bad one, like a bad one just has like a little bit too much of like the thirst trap. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. In your mouth. And it doesn't have like the smoothness going down. Like whenever you take it like down the, down the hatch or whatever, down their throat. Gullet. Yes. (laughs) Gullet. So, but this one, like to me is, is just really smooth. The flavor is like pretty exceptional. And I think like color, legs, everything because I'm a smallie now after one episode of this podcast. <laughs> I think that it, it does is, have good legs. So I think that it's like really tasty. Like I feel like if I was trying to impress someone like my mom who does not drink wine, she would think that this was like hot titties. Yeah, no, it is really good. Mm-hmm. I'll agree with that. Well, okay. So final closing thought on me and my perception of this wine is that if you want to impress your friends and they aren't wine drinkers you should buy the pinot noir because they're gonna like it closing thoughts are we like closing out the epi because we still have a lot of wine yeah to drink. at least half a bottle of the man pinot. i think mama got a little fucked up a little too <laughs> soon i told you turkey meatballs were not a dinner <laughs> I had vegetables too. She didn't even eat all you of it. You have to she got carb too load. <laughs> this is like a marathon. You have to eat like half a box of spaghetti, like I did. That's why I'm fresh and hot right now. <laughs> I'm trying to get back into keto, but I don't know if that's gonna happen. If we're gonna keep doing the that's so difficult. Stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. I'm gonna get too fucked up too fast. You should I'm... go on the Santa Clarita diet. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, is wine blood blood wine? I mean, if you were Catholic, I guess. It's I mean, the same thing. Honestly, sometimes <laughs> I really do hate chewing, and I wish I could just like drink a ton of things. 
for There's food. There's a girl in my well, high school. Maybe you should get into the shake thing. Yeah, a girl in my high school. I mean, this was back in late 90s. I don't think that they can even. It probably happens still, but like her. And it was a rumor that her mouth was wired shut and then she only drank shakes and like. She was never really a big girl to begin with. I mean, she was so a you tiny never saw girl. Saw her with, with her mouth wired shut. That was the rumor. I don't know. I was. She was like a senior, and I was a freshman. They could have okay. told me well, anything. Like, like Shout out to this girl. Call us. Let us know. Was your mouth wired shut or not? Also, I will say that in the time between the first of my freshman, the beginning of my freshman year, and the end of my freshman year in high school, I got my braces off. Got my hair did better, like cut and what like you- highlighted. Oh, and I lost like oh. 15 pounds between the beginning of my freshman year of high school and the end. And but the yearbook photos are embarrassing. But if you look at like the difference between the freshman year yearbook photos and the sophomore year, I mean huge difference and I didn't wire my mouth shut but ever since then I've been fluctuating like 20 to 40 pounds like I feel every like few my years. yearbook photos were most embarrassing between seventh grade and eighth grade because seventh grade I only wear mascara and then in eighth grade I discovered navy blue eyeliner Ooh. <laughs> like Tammy fucking Faye so and you're yeah. such you're such a, like a very pale skin person with hazel eyes I had no business no, doing that no. business. you should have had a wine colored eyeliner or, a dark or like green. a plum. Yes. That's what I mean. Like, yeah. Plum or hunter green. Yes. Yes. Good so thing you discovered the like, you know, video mm-hmm. makeup tutorial. So I had a yeah. very, the only high school yearbook photo I have is very meta because I knew it would be my only high school photo. Yeah. Since I. Number one. Number one. Number two, I knew it would be horrible because I had acne. And so I perp. It was like spirit week whenever yearbook photos were happening when I was a freshman in high school. So I purposely wore like my 80s day outfit with my porch bangs and my terrible makeup and my terrible clothes. You just said it was spirit week, right? Yeah. But like no one else like wore their spirit week stuff until after their photos. And I just wore it during mine just to whatever and they're really cheesy and really funny and i have the biggest smile so that's a bummer i wish that i still got photos made every year we should just like make that happen so my high school friend was messaging me recently and she was like do you know a photographer that i can find who will do some like kind of she didn't say candid necessarily. She was just looking for someone around the area who could do photos for her. And I mentioned mm-hmm. our friend who does photos. Yeah. I almost want to say his name, like shout out to the nameless, but we'll ask him if we can say it next time. But yeah. So he just like priced her at like 200 bucks and was like, meet me halfway and give me a little bit of gas money. And we'll just like make your dreams come true. And, um, I think we could probably do the same thing, but like at a better deal because I got some good cameras and a tripod. I actually, I have something to ask about your boyfriend. (laughs) (laughs) He would be her husband by then if he was a tripod. (laughs) Yeah, we're hoping for. So, Nicole, why you only because you went to college because you're like 
super smart. So that's why you only had one high school photo. Yeah, I guess I'll just get this shit out of the way. Sorry. Everyone it keeps, keeps burning it up. up. I say I'm everyone you, and I'm burning Q, burning Q. So no, I uh, I was like a child genius so i dropped out of high school and went to college when i was 14 and i graduated from college when i was 19 and i've been coasting since then so <laughs> i wouldn't say coasting not but. only did she drop out of high school but she was also born in a trailer yeah that i was born in a trailer in oklahoma mm-hmm. so. i was born in a double wide trailer and i'm a high school dropout so <laughs> yeah but i mean that description's so amazing she told my cousin that story the other day when he was in town visiting and he was like i love that that so amazing and i'm like but the backstory yeah <laughs> never mind it's not worth it yeah yeah it's like that just, things aren't always what they seem can we do a very special farm episode we should for Where sure we drink wine at the farm yeah for sure the farm is this like very amazing place by the way it's magical there's like an open-faced barn there's a house that's like a time capsule of like a Sears Roebuck catalog. It used to be, yeah, exactly. It came straight out of the Sears. Yeah, my all the original appliances are there. The fraternal side of my family, both my grandmother and my grandfather grew up in the small town in Oklahoma in the same town and we have farmland and a farm up there and there's also a ghost that lives there. <laughs> we think they still farm. Oh. Wheat, sometimes alfalfa. So, yeah, that should be a plan for the future. But we don't have to get into that now. Okay, we'll talk about that offline. <laughs> talk about it offline. Okay, so that's what my bosses always say. They're like a married couple, by the way. And I only work for one of them more completely now, but like their labs always kind of mix up. And then when we have like lab meetings together, they were like, okay, we'll talk about this offline because they're just like getting into a bickering match. It's completely oh, awful. That's completely unprofessional, too. Oh, gosh. I hope they don't. We have to a this. lot of people who fuck at our office, too, but they don't they aren't married. Like, this is like marital that. fucking. I hope there's, well, there's no like, like a few. There's, there's at least, there's one couple that I can think of that like is married, but it's, it's not like that. It's a bit more profesh, I think. In my experience, it's a bit more professional. Professional. Perf- Perfect. Professional. 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 What? Fuck you guys, okay? <laughs> okay. <laughs> You're such like a, um, oh, I lost the train of thought, like a Snow White kind of face scowl that you're oh my flushed God. in your cheeks. I just so- hit the mic. Um, so John, whenever we were like first hanging out, we drank this bottle of wine, like the steakhouse wine that I mentioned in the last episode. Um, cause I, I flush a lot mm-hmm. cause I have rosacea and I'm proud of it, I think. And he like described me one of the first times that we hung out. <laughs> I just poured like a drip into Nicole's. It was like teardrops of a Pinot Noir bottle. So anyway. That's what my teardrops look like. <laughs> no so anyway, Whenever he first described me though, we were like hanging out drinking wine. He told me that I look like Snow White because I'm very pale. I've got super dark hair and my cheeks naturally are rosy. It's true. You are like a real life Snow White. Mm-hmm. So catch me at Disney at Orlando Studios. Catch me in the forest. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> Man. But who no. are your seven dwarfs? 
Um, well, there's one and two. I guess my dogs would be three and four. Mm. I'm kidding. I'm I don't kidding. mean people wise. I mean description wise. Like stanky, stony. <laughs> yeah, stanky, stony, drunky, um, pissy. <laughs> hormonal hormonal and wait how many was that four five five okay so we also have happy and wild okay so scratch happy wild and attitude Mm -hmm. just general attitude because that presentation earlier this week, yeah, uh-huh. the girl like literally. Oh, told you're me talking about like, your work, your yeah. work dwarves. Because I'm like, I don't think I fit into any of those categories. Because you didn't say fucking amazing or, or special or, or, or just like unicorn personality, <laughs> civilian version Mystical. of J Lo, yeah. <laughs> hot know, ass motherfucker. Like no, civilian I hear version of, of J Lo. Oh my god, I love okay. it. So okay. I do want to. We are. I do want to do some like yeah. We got taste up. notes. Yeah. on everything. So to cap it off, I would say buy this fucking rosé. It's delicious. It's got For a sure. fun sunset orange color. I said that earlier, but it's like crisp and tasty, and everything about it to me is just like summertime vibes. For sure. Well, I will go ahead and say not to be a hater, but I was not that impressed by the rosé and I was most excited about it. Like I expect a rosé to be dry, but have like a lot of fruity notes and I was getting nothing but grapefruit rind from it. Like it was not, it just was not what I was expecting or anticipating and really not what I want in a rosé. Wow. So, what a fucking hater. I really I like know, the it really, I mean, it hurts me to say this about something that drew Barrymore made, but you know, I'm not into it. It's the 51st dates of wine. I'm just not in. That's, that's good when um, I'm not <laughs> really into Rose in general. And I will say when I first started drinking and I was like, Oh, I might need some Tums after this, but overall, and maybe it's just my like bias because it says like Rose of Pinot Noir. And so I'm like, why well, I do like some Pinot. Um, but I would say out of the three, oh, it does hurt me to say that too, because I do love Drew Barrymore as well. But out of the three we had, it's my least favorite. Mm-hmm. And I even have to say, do you want to go first? No, go for it. She's rolling okay. her eyes, by the way. Lord, I have a, I have a ranking, but I don't think the Pinot Noir, the Pinot Noir Rosé, should be discredited. Or not discredited, but like should be forgotten in our like lineup. Well, it just wasn't for me. That's all I will say because I'm being nice because it's true. And we're going to be best friends eventually because I think maybe if I buy like three cases of her wine, then that means that she'll have to hang out with me. And if that's what it takes, there'll that's be what some sort of grand Actually, prize. Yeah, no, I take mine back because if I compare to the rose to the Chardonnay, um, and then like, add her an extra point for it being her wine (laughs) which is totally unfair but that's what our podcast is all about i i definitely put the rosé above the chardonnay wow i do not way to be a sellout i just like the rosé for it being i am in a lot of student loan debt right now so i'll say whatever i have to say well no i mean i think that the dark horse of the evening was the chardonnay and i was really impressed no it truly was and 
I know that I'm going to get some flack for this and this will definitely affect my social life, you guys. Um, but I rank the Chardonnay higher than the Pinot Noir. So my thing, oh shit, I hit my mic. My thing is that I really like the rosé. I would drink that rosé in the summertime, back porch, chilling. Like I thought it was really good. For sure. No, it's a great back porch. I would not. That, for $20? No, that's abysmal for a rosé. Okay, well I was taking the price point out of the picture when I was doing the For the price point? No, like I have several $9 and $12 rosés that are so much better. If you're going to bring price into it, I'm going to drink the Vino Verde rosé. However, this is a good one. I don't think it's terrible, but I do agree with you about the dark horse of the evening being the Chardonnay. So if I were to rank the Barrymore slash Caramel Carmel Road. Road. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Why do I keep calling it the Caramel Rose? Carmel. Those Carmel M&Ms. Jesus. If I were going to rank them, I would say it would be um, top to bottom. It would be... Oh, I don't want to say it because I was like gunning so hard for the Chardonnay because it's not the Chardonnay, but the rosé because it's so good. But I think at the top would be the Chardonnay and then the Pinot and then Barrymore. See, I'm I, saying I'm sorry, but I think the Barrymore is still a good rosé as like a standalone. I'm saying top is Pinot noir and then the barrymore rosé pinot noir and then the chardonnay what i think is so surprising is that rosé and pinot noir are like my top two like wines of choice and i like rosé is definitely even above pinot noir for me and i'm definitely going chardonnay and then pinot noir and then rosé it's blowing my mind right now really so I guess what we're saying is Drew Barrymore did a very good job pairing or collaborating with For the sure. vineyard that she collaborated yeah. with. Um, cause I would buy the rosé again for you sure. Even tell she's I would buy very, all of these again. And she's very passionate about it. I mean, she's, Oh, her videos on YouTube are so cute. They yeah. Are. I mean, you can tell that, like we said at the beginning, like it's not like she just like slapped her name on something and she has a lot of investment. Like, yeah, not she's just, like, monetarily but oh like oh my god yeah i feel like maybe she took a tour of the vineyard the vineyard and then like picked out the grapes herself like maybe she did like a fun little like montage of like smashing grapes putting it in the cast but yeah well, i would happened. assume that that's what happened she I seems really, very involved yes i hope i'm not speaking out of turn but i think that we will definitely link in bio these videos of drew on YouTube talking about her rosé because it is very sweet. And, and even endearing. if you don't like the wine, like Drew Barrymore is just such a little cutie and she's just like passionate about it. She's like having dinner with her friends or maybe like a fucking Also super impressive that like a child star with a his like with her family history and everything like Oh yeah, we never got I mean, back yeah, into she that. She is like a brand she has branded herself very well, but I think also that's a good investment for someone that has like money and opportunity to do such a thing. I mean, I'm pretty sure she's the only person who's been successful after having like a addiction to cocaine at nine years old. Yeah. No kidding. Well, and then I just want to, I just want to point out that she got emancipated from her family because they weren't a good environment for her. 
She emancipated herself or she was emancipated? She was emancipated. She emancipated herself from her family and then like moved guess... in with like fucking Paul Simon or something. I don't know this story. Wow. Okay. This might be a correction for next week. I think week. this is going to be a corrections corner. For sure. Because I'm pretty sure she emancipated and then she moved in with like Paul Simon. I think. Just because she, like, needed, like, a sober environment, he and his wife, like, took her in at, like, 14 or 15, and then um, after that, she became, like, a very successful person all on her own, and now she's, like, making some dope wine. I think the rosé is dope. And more than that, I mean, like I said, she's, like, branded a lot of things. Nicole was talking about her makeup the other day, and if you check out her... And she has glasses now, too. She has glasses. Oh, yeah, glasses. Yeah, the optical thing. Yeah, she has, like, prescription... Uh, Not, like, wine glasses, glasses. like, optical stuff. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, good for her. <laughs> can you pay off my student loan debt it's like less than what you make in a month i'm in, sure in conclusion she's very cute she has very good taste she made good wine and i want to be her best friend her and instagram is great no offense to either of you but if someone was like hey you can be best friends with drew barrymore but you never can get to talk to lauren and angie again I would think about it. <gasps> she wouldn't do it, but oh she'd think God, about it. Oh my God, I am like very offended. I'm super offended. Yeah, I'm right. super you would offended. do it right away without thinking. I mean, you think you know me. It's because you do know me. I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. just, yeah, you would well, blow me off. I thought I would like throw that out there. I think it depends on like if we're like, I think I'm just like dreaming of like some rich person paying off my student loans, but I'm like, well, if that went away, but no, I wouldn't give up our friendship. Our friendship is every fucking day. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. And I also feel bad speaking to friendship for talking so much shit on Adam Sandler because I know they're like very true friends and i don't he sucks yeah i he mean does suck. i can't he didn't at first it's just that his his uh have a lot of it didn't grow qualities, past a certain like, point i keep thinking of that movie with the like douche that was voiced by nick kroll and i'm just saying there was a chick that was funny for a while and it never matured past that okay i see what you're saying yeah mm -hmm. however i just Anyway, that's not what this podcast is about. <laughs> it's well, not about Adam Sandler. He does at all. not have a wine that I know of. No, I'm sure it would be gross. I'm sure he's had some of the Barrymore wine, though, for sure. I wonder what his thoughts are. I actually don't <laughs> care. I don't care either. I actually well, don't care. I will uh, say you can at us at. No, just kidding. <laughs> Please don't tell people to find us. <laughs> Please, no one look us up on the internet. Well, okay, guys. One last thing that I will say is that drinking this wine makes me feel closer to B Drew Barrymore. And even though it costs $20, I would pay anything to be close to her. I, I would pay $20 to be close to her. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. And um, it makes me want to go like rewatch all of the movies that I didn't get a chance to do my homework on. You could skip doppel Doppelganger, though. And I'm not trying to be punny, but every single one of these wines crushes 
the Dave Matthews lines. <laughs> oh, oh, God. But it's true, though. He won a gold medal for the fucking crush one, and it was garbage. I'm not saying that it's really meaning much to say this, but these wines are way better than the Dave Matthews wines. All right. We'll see you next time. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to Celebrity Wine Club. This episode was produced by Angela Helt and Nicole Krausen and mixed by executive producer Lauren Swarb. Our theme music is by Grammatic, hashtag digital freedom. If you'd like to send a suggestion or let us know what you think, hit us up at celebritywinedrunk at gmail.com or you can find us on social media at Celebrity Wine Club. Rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcast. Bye for now. Cheers. Thank you.